This is the Confidence Company Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Padigos, and this show is dedicated to activating your potential so you can live your fullest life from the inside out. Come with an open mind and let's get started. All right. Welcome back to the Confidence Company Podcast. This is Kelsey Padigos, and I'm so excited today. I have my branding photographer, Meg Marie. She's based here in San Diego. And welcome to the show, Meg. Hi, Kelsey. I'm so excited to chat. Me too. And Meg is a mompreneur as well. So she's got two babies under two, right? Yeah, technically my two-year-old is now a little older. He's like two and some change, but there was a point where I could say that two under two. (laughs) You're two under three now. Yeah. Which is amazing. That's amazing. So, okay. So Meg is going to talk to us about branding and showing up confidently on camera. And so I'd love to know, you know, how did you get to this place? Because you've, you've been you've had a lot of jobs, you've been playing with, you know, your dreams and and what you're gifting. And so tell us what led you here. Yeah. So part of my story is just always knowing like there was some purpose out there for me, something bigger. I was obsessed with a while for a while with finding my why and figuring out like what I wanted to do with my life. So I have had 27 jobs and I dropped out of college. It was actually in the middle of an algebra class. And I was like, why am I here? Why am I doing this? Algebra is not, has nothing to do with why I like what I want to do. And so I left and I decided to move abroad to Taiwan to teach English, convinced my husband to go with me. We had only been dating six months at that time. And I was like, I'm doing this. If you want to come, you can go too something like that. And so finally convinced him like, okay, let's do it for a year. Let's go teach English in Taiwan for a year and we'll come back. And so we were able to do that and like travel to so many places in Asia and through Europe. And it was an amazing experience. I'm like so happy. I followed my intuition and like my calling to go do that even though it was scary because I was in my late twenties and I I felt like everyone around me had like found their careers and were like settling down and kind of get like had their stuff together. And here I was like, still, I didn't, I still didn't feel like I had my stuff together. So I did it because I, that's what I really wanted to do. And that's where I actually discovered photography is I bought my first camera to capture my travels and start a travel blog, maybe. But then as I'm like researching about photography, how to use my camera and all the things I was learning from all these wedding photographers online who were like, yeah, you can make, who were saying like all had six figure businesses and they're like, yeah, this is a great career. And I had never thought that like art and photography could be a career. Mm -hmm. I guess I just like always didn't think it was a serious profession, right? Um, so that was like a mindset shift for me where I, I finally had mentors, other people who were doing it and really successful. And that gave me the confidence to really start pursuing it like seriously. So then we came back from traveling and I just like dove all into starting my business from the ground up here in San Diego. And six years later, it's still going strong. (laughs) And I, I'm a hundred percent like all in on brand photography now. So I like to serve 
uh, female entrepreneurs like you, Kelsey, who just like have this calling and a passion you want to share with the world and a personal brand you're really building. And you just need that person to come in and help you with capturing like authentic photos that really feel like you and help you show up online more consistently, more confidently. And just, yeah, that's what I do. That's where I'm at. Yeah, that's so good. I love that you brought up that mindset block with creativity because mm-hmm. it's so true. People get so hung up with just anything being creative. Um, like it doesn't, it, it's not a good career or isn't lucrative or something. Yeah. So um, I love that. And you are so we can make good. Like so much, we can make a killer living. We can make abundance. We can have a beautiful life. We can have so much impact. I believe doing whatever we want. It's just a matter of really like committing to it and going for it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm on the same page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know you are, girl. <laughs> and I, you are so good at bringing that authenticity, helping women feel comfortable in their authenticity on camera. Right. Because I think that there is some there can be some resistance or like stickiness there with women when they're showing up on camera. I know I had a lot of stuff growing up. I had to work through being on camera, like having pictures taken of me and liking them and talking nicely to myself and all of that. And so what um, do you want to describe like your I love that you call it your Meg Marie experience and what that looks like and what was your intention behind that? Yes. I love that you bring this up, even like going into mentioning your childhood and like, obviously that it wasn't easy to do what we're doing now. Right. I think people see it. Sometimes people can look at you and say, Oh, she's just natural on camera. She's so great at it, but you don't know how many like awkward videos it took for me to get here. Awkward photos that really didn't feel like me where I was stiff, where I didn't love the photos I think the point is like, we just, we, me and you, we keep showing up, right? We keep showing up. We keep, we keep going for it and finding like our flow with things. And I was really inspired to create the confident AF journey for my clients because I know getting on camera is so triggering. And I know like so many women deal with like self-esteem issues and the voices in your head and so much criticism. Like we're just so hard on ourselves. Like I can't tell you how many of my incredibly gorgeous clients look at pictures of themselves. And sometimes they'll say like awful things and they'll point out little things that like, I didn't even notice. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't even like, that's not even what I saw in the photo. Right. It's like, we are our hardest critics. Our eyes will always go to like that one place on our face or our body that we're insecure about or our hair, like whatever it is for us. So we have to, we get to retrain our brain, which I know is what you help people with, (laughs) like retrain our brains to instead focus on like what we do love about ourselves, what we do appreciate about our body. And I'm just so passionate about this. So when I went to create my client experience, I'm just like, how can I weave this in little, little ways? Like how can I empower women to show up and really have fun? And so that the photo shoot isn't this Uh, like awkward experience. It's actually like a fun experience. That's always my goal is to make it an easy, fun experience. 
And I actually say that mantra like on photo shoots. I'm like, today's going to be fun and easy as I'm driving to my photo shoot. (laughs) And I'm like, I tell clients like it's going to be fun and easy, you know, and part of making it fun and easy is um, you do have to like put prep and intention into the photo shoot and especially a branding photo shoot in order to really create those images you love. And so I have like client welcome guides and like a style prep guide. I like to send my clients some of these things with all the tips and tricks I've learned from doing so many photo shoots of like, here's how you can show up and be successful. Like most of my clients get their hair and makeup done. Um, You know, invest in, invest in that if you can put intention into your wardrobe, like make a style board on Pinterest or hire a stylist or just splurge a little bit, get a new outfit for yourself that you really feel good in. Even simple tips that you wouldn't think are like life-changing and they are for your photo shoot. It's like try on all your outfits ahead of time and take pictures in front of the mirror on your phone so you can see what you look like in the outfit. Simple thing that I will tell you, a lot of people don't do that. They'll just like buy things at the store. Maybe they'll quickly try it on a dressing room. They didn't really see or they're like, try it on the day of their shoot for the first time. It's like, don't do that. Like, you know, put time and intention into this. You deserve it so that you know you're showing up like with a couple outfits you absolutely love. So there's the prep work. And then there's the photo shoot day where I love to just like create that experience that someone just is like, ah, oh, okay, she gets me. Oh, I feel comfortable here. I feel like I can just be myself. I can, can be awkward and, and dorky on camera and that's okay. Like Meg will help me to unlock um, the best version of me. And I, and I do that on the photo shoot day from by playing music or helping my clients pose or just being a hype woman, like just telling you how amazing you look and, and getting my goals like to keep talking and keep the energy up so that you don't get in your head Cause it's so easy to get in our heads when there's like a big camera in front of your face and there's maybe so much weighing on this for you. You know, you've invested time, money, energy, and you want great photos. So it's easy to like overthink and be in your head. But I find that when we're not overthinking and we're just in the moment, we're like feeling the music or we're just talking and we're out of our head. Like that's when you really capture the best energy from someone. That's when you're really yourself on camera. Yeah. I love that. I definitely had that experience. Yeah. And there was champagne. Hello. It was so There was champagne. (laughs) Yep. I do like to bring champagne. Um, Especially like, so I know you've done one of my mini session days, Kelsey. And for that, we actually have hair and makeup on at the house, like on set all day. We have the champagne. I also have an assistant. Like it's a production. And the goal is like, so you can just walk in and like feel taken care of, like feel, feel, feel like the best version of you, you know, feel like, or I like to say the next, next level you. (laughs) Cause I still always like the goal is that the photos, like your hair, makeup, everything, it, it still feels like a version of you. It might not be like your everyday you. It might be kind of like the dressed up, like going on a date night, hot you, you know, or whatever look, like whatever vibe you're wanting to portray for your for your branding that makes sense for your brand. But it's like, 
it's still you. Does that make sense? It's like elevated you. (laughs) Yeah. It's like the me that I want to be all the time. Right. (laughs) Yes. There you go. That's exactly what it is. Like, thank you for seeing me. If I only had a hair and makeup artist, like, (laughs) every day. And if I only had a hype woman, like, (laughs) telling me how beautiful I was, taking pictures of me every day. (laughs) Right? And I think it's so important, like, to get images like that of yourself, you feel really proud of and you're excited about, especially if you're a business owner, because we have to be this, like, public-facing brand, Like that's what business and marketing is nowadays. Like I always say like marketing nowadays, if you just replace that with personal branding for most businesses, like that's marketing, like Mm -hmm. personal branding is your marketing. It's like, this is people want to buy from actual real people. They feel connected to now. Um, and that's what works now for marketing. So that's why your branding is so important. And, and you can still like show up authentically like on your stories or posting photos from your iPhone and like mixing that into your like elevated brand professional brand photos. Um, I really, I love like brands that have a mix. I think that's really the best, most, like the most powerful branding is someone who does show like different sides of themselves on their, for their brand. Right. Mm Hmm. Yeah, I agree. I like the mix of like the professional photos, but in your professional photos, they're professional yet they're, they're authentic, right? It's like you get, you do get to read their, that person's vibe and, and what they stand for. And you really do a good job of walking people through that beforehand. And the first time I had, um, that's a, a branding session with you. I loved the the call that we had. I was like, wow, this is such a good experience because it really does settle a lot of the mind drama around like, yeah. Uh, what do I wear? What are my accessories? Like you go through every, like getting your nails done. You just walk through every possible thing. And then also talk about like, how do you want your audience to feel from you and walk us through that branding conversation. Mm -hmm. And so um, can you walk the listeners through, um, through, you, you did mention a little bit about branding, but a little bit more about like, where do you start with branding? Mm Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Where do you start with branding? <laughs> I actually like to start with that question you just uh, mentioned. That's part of my like prep process is how do you want like your customers or ideal clients to really feel when they first see your brand, when they first are scrolling and they come across your Instagram or they see your website or they meet you at a networking event? whatever their first interaction with you and your business is like, what, how do you want them to walk away feeling? Because it's like that Maya Angelou quote that I love. And she's like, people will forget what you did. People will forget what you said, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And that's like, to me, that's what like branding is, especially with personal branding. It's like, that's what it is. If you can really communicate that through your photos, through your website, through your fonts, through your, what you wear, through how you do everything, like your client experience, that's a great brand. Like I like to think like branding as like holistic, well-rounded, like the brand, my like mind, body, soul of the brand. Mm -hmm. Or I think I actually have a formula that I created. I don't talk about this a lot, but it's like the, the brand body, heart, and soul. 
Mm. And I like to think of like the brand body as like your external, like the visuals, that first impression, what people see, your colors can communicate a certain, you know, vibe, your photos, your logo, your, the emojis you use on Instagram, like that's part of your brand, right? So that's like the outer part. And then there's like the brand heart, which I believe is like all about you and your customers, like your ideal clients, like where are they at and what's your story? People want to know that. And then the brand uh, soul is really like that bigger mission, your purpose, your, why are you doing this? Like, what is your, what's the impact you're wanting to really make in your business? And like, what really motivates you to show up every day? Because as entrepreneurs, like there, there are hard days, (laughs) there are freaking hard days as a business owner that that will happen and like what really will pull you forward is like that bigger mission and purpose on the days you don't feel like doing the work it's like thinking of your community it's like thinking of that one client you made like so much impact with and and like how you really help them like that's what pulls you forward so that's what branding is to me it's like I think of it as like that whole all of it you know love that. <laughs> the whole embodiment of your brand. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's so helpful. And like, okay, one more thing coming through is just branding is what you choose. It's like the version of you that you choose to share with the world. And I think this is so empowering to know that we don't have to share like every little part of our life to be an authentic brand. We get to pick like which parts make sense for my audience and their journey and like which parts of myself do I want to share and then what parts do I want to keep just for me and that's okay I think sometimes people think they need to share everything if they're a personal brand or if they're on social media and that's not true you don't have to share everything to be authentic like people tell me a lot Meg I really vibe with you like I love how authentic you are I feel like I know you like thank you and I'm like you're welcome And I probably share 1% of my real life online. It's like, there's so much you don't see, but that 1% is authentically me. Like that's me. So it's a part of me. (laughs) Yeah. I think that gives people so much permission to, (laughs) I, yeah, I've definitely seen that. And I've, and I felt that too, like pressure to be so vulnerable or, you know, share parts of my story that are related to my to my journey, but it's like, I, I don't, you don't need to do that. And so I love that it, that gives people permission um, to choose, you know, how they're showing up in, in relationship to their gifts and their talents and everything. So, yeah. Awesome. And you also help photographers grow their businesses, which yes. is amazing. And so I know that you are, um, you help teach photographers to scale their business and with their money mindset. And so tell us about that. Yes, I have been on this journey of scaling my business and I've managed to have my best year in business ever and hit a multiple six figure year in my business as a mom. And so this is something I'm celebrating. I'm very proud of. And I share it with you today because I want other moms, women, just business owners to know what's possible like when you just keep, you stick with it and you dedicate yourself to growth, growth. Mm-hmm. It's a constant journey of growth to be an entrepreneur and to scale your business. It's like, 
it's not a perfect journey. It's like, there's, it's a journey, right? So there's going to be like ups and downs for sure. When you're wanting to grow your business. And I got into business coaching for photographers because photographers kept coming to me and saying like, wow, what you're doing with your clients, like seeing that experience, they're like, this is amazing. I want to do that. So it just like, I just followed that, um, kind of nudge from the universe and people were asking for that. And so I made my first course in 2020. Now I have courses, I have masterminds for photographers and I do one-on-one business coaching and I have my photography clients. So my business has really grown and it's cool because I have these different ways I'm making money now. And so it's like, that was always a dream. And I was like, Oh, one day I want to do that. You know, especially I had that intention. Like I set that intention a long time ago before I really believed in myself that I could do it. But I was like, this would be so great because I want to be a mom and I want to be, I don't want my kids to be away five days a week. I want to be with my kids more than that as they grow up. For me, that's what felt good as a mom. That's something I just really desired. And so I have been able to create that in my business by having these different um, ways that I serve people is how I really look at it. Like there's different ways I serve multiple people now and that they can work with me. And as you do that and you serve more people, your business grows, your income grows, like your impact grows with it. Mm -hmm. That's that's amazing. So can you walk us through like the mindset of scaling? Because that's huge to be able to have all these different streams of income in your personal brand. Um, What are some like either mindset things you've seen in yourself or with your clients that maybe you have to work through in order to get to that place? Yeah. um, A big mindset shift was just like, I used to say, (laughs) I didn't, I didn't want to grow. I didn't want to have a team. I didn't want to be a manager of people. I didn't want to be, it's like, it was me resisting. It was a mindset block of me resisting wanting to like grow my business. Cause I thought it would be more work. I thought it would like, I was resisting like stepping into my leadership because I thought it would be, I was telling all these stories. I was telling all these stories of like, Oh, it's going to be more work. Or I don't think I could do that. I never want to be a manager. And I had all these like beliefs and old stories and programming in my brain of like, why I didn't even want that. So of course, like I wasn't even open to it for a while. (laughs) And then finally, I'm like, when I became a mom that and like when I was pregnant and like becoming a mom, I was like, okay, now's the time to like start to create this other sources of income, a course, like something. Sorry if you hear my toddler screaming. He just woke up from his nap, but (laughs) my, his his dad is here. He'll get him. But um, (laughs) I hear him saying, mom, mom. So yeah, like, so I think with the mindset shifts, it's like, for me, what's how I've really stepped into my next level and started scaling is just like, taking scary action, right? Like taking action forward and just doing the thing, even if I felt like fear, even if I was a little afraid, even if I had these stories, it was just like working through that one at a time and continuously like being in action because it's easy to like slow down and like, and like 
get too much in your head. If you're thinking like too much visioning, too many details, too many, too much journaling. I love, don't get me wrong. I love to journal. I am very much like, I got my spiritual toolbox, my journaling, my breath work. You know, I've done sessions with you, Kelsey. I loved like hypnotherapy, like all the things. And we also have to take action, right? It's like, and we also just have to continuously be in action and be doing like moving forward towards that goal. So that's a big one, being in action, stepping into the leadership mindset of like, I am, I am ready to be a leader. Anyone that is a business owner, no matter how small your business is, you are a leader. Like as a business owner, we're leading people. We're leading, even if that's just one client you've worked with so far or hundreds or thousands, you, people are looking at you and you already are a leader. So you might as well like embrace that. So it's like embracing that mindset. Okay. I'm a leader. I can do this and starting to like step more into that leadership in your life and, and business. Cause everything like we do in our life personally, like, and, and as we invest in ourselves personally, like that also falls, like overflows into our business, right? It's like, if we're complete, like wreck and we're not taking care of ourselves personally, like our mental health, our physical health, our emotional health, our spiritual health, if we're just not investing in that, like we're gonna, we're gonna hit like a breaking point or burnout, or it's just not gonna, like the business is not gonna flow. Like we have to really invest in ourselves first for the, for it to then pour over into the business and for that to continue to grow. Yeah. And I don't know if you've witnessed this in your life, but I, I've definitely seen that when I work on my leadership in business, like it, like as moms, we're leaders, we're leading our children. And (laughs) I see this, the spillover into being a mom and being a parent. Um, because you know, that leadership role just like flows from one area of our lives to the other. Yeah, that's so true. Duh, obviously, like as moms too, we're leaders. Yes. And like being a mom has been so magical for my business growth because I've definitely got like more productive with the time I do have now as a mom. I've gotten more intentional. I like cut things out when I became a mom, projects that weren't really like that important. And so that really helped me scale too. Cause I think it like helped me simplify and be a lot more intentional with my time as a mom. Mm, so good. Yeah. yeah definitely helps put things into perspective for sure. As far as your time and energy, that's such a good point. I think you do such a good job of embodying like the business and the spiritual, like you are such a great mix of that. And you're a great example Thank you. I love it. I feel like I don't talk about like my spirituality or spiritual practice a lot. Like I do, I do a little bit here and there. And I, that's my, if I had a favorite client, I I love empowering just like heart centered spiritual entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. because that's what I feel like I am. Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't talk about it as much because I also like love strategy and mindset. And like, I feel like I'd talk about that more, but it's it's like, you need both, you know, you need all of it. Yeah. In your own balance. And like, everybody has their own balance with things. Totally. Yeah. 
So, um, and then you have a money mindset course coming up, mm-hmm. right? So tell us about a little money mindset um, work that you've, well, this kind of goes along with scaling and probably similar stories there, but is there anything in particular you would share about money when it comes to scaling? And even as a mom, like how has that changed your money mindset too? Yeah. So my money journey has been like, it's definitely, I've come a long ways and I think I feel really excited to start talking more about money mindset and about my like money mindset reset course, because I just think of how far I've come. Like, so even I, I, like a decade ago, I was, I was a wreck with my money. And and like, when I say I was a wreck, it it can like, thinking about money was like, consumed me like because I was always stressed about money I was always like I was pretty broke or I was in debt I would get in this like pretty bad cycle of like getting into twenty thirty thousand dollar credit card debt and then I'd get out of it but then I'd get right back into it like funny how that happened because that was like my set point at the time was like I guess thirty thousand dollars of debt that's what I was comfortable with so I kept like getting in that cycle and then, but it was stressful. It was like really taking a lot of my energy, thinking about money and how I was going to make like more than it should be. And I couldn't, I didn't feel like I could really live my life. I didn't feel like I could trust money or that I, I didn't feel secure. And that showed up in a lot of other areas of my life. And so I decided to get out of debt for like the final time. And just start to really invest in like my money mindset and my money programming and doing the work, like (laughs) doing the work, going back into like, what was my first like memory with money? Like what, how, what did I hear about money growing up? What would my parents say about money? How, how did they share about money with me? Like what was their energy around money? Because all of that really shaped me and like the, the patterns and habits that were like showing up in my own relationship with money. So I started doing the work. Like one of the books I, one of the first money books I read and did that was really impactful to me was Kate Northrup, her book called, um, money, a love story. Cause she has like so many like journaling prompts in there about money. And I started doing them and I was like, Whoa, okay. I got work here to do. <laughs> like I got uh, things I need to unravel here about my own money story and like how I feel about money and like how I treat my money and, and th- what that relationship looks like. So what I've learned is money is a relationship and, and money is money. Isn't good or bad. Money is neutral Money is just like, for me, like money represents freedom now at this stage of my life, because with more money, like I can, I can buy, I can expand my team and I can get more support in my home life and with my work life. And I can spend more time with my family that way so that it allows me freedom, time freedom. Like it allows me to travel more and like do cool things. Like And it allows me just like so much freedom that I wouldn't have without money. Um, And so it's, it's interesting. Like my mindset has really changed a lot. And I think I, I, I can unapologetically own that. Like I love money and I, I desire money and money's, I like having money. I want more money and that's okay. I mean, I think there was a time where 
I could, I would say that. And it, I was like, guilt would come up and it was, it was like wrong or it was bad. And I, I think it's still like that in our world today, a lot, especially with women and just talking about money openly and candidly, like it shouldn't be such a big deal, but it is, I've noticed it still is sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I'm really trying to change that. Like dialogue and like make it okay for us women to like talk about money more and talk about how we're feeling about it and where we're at. And, um, yeah, like that's a little bit about my journey. So in my, in my course, I I'm just sharing tools, like little easy tools that you can implement to start like shifting, having these shifts with your money and like how you're feeling about money and, and ultimately your relationship with money and just starting to like invest more time and intention into looking at money, being aware of your money first, (laughs) and then like starting to like, like I say love on your money, but it's like, it's like, that's what a relationship is, right? We invest time into like organizing and treating our money well. And then it does the same for us. Like it, it, it shows up for us how we show up for it. So, um, yeah, it's like, I like to gamify money now. So I like to, uh, try to have money dates, regular money dates, where I'll like go somewhere that inspires me um, and work on my money. And that might look like organizing my business books, like expenses a little bit in my QuickBooks app, or it could look like just reading a money mindset book that day. You know, like what do I need to do or getting my accountant something that she needs for, you know, to do her job for me. So it's like, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. It's like, I try to like gamify it and make things fun. Cause I know money can be like a heavy topic. So that's always my goal is to make everything fun. <laughs> if I can everything. It, yeah. <laughs> that's a great goal. I love that. Yeah. Cool. That's so exciting. I love that mission with your, with your money program. I think it's such an important conversation and heck yeah, we all need to have fun with money and feel way more empowered about money and stop. Yeah. Stop giving money so much power. So I love yeah. that. Um, cool. So where can people find you and get a hold of you and connect with you to get all get in with all your goods? Um, I would say Instagram is a great place to start at Meg Marie Photo. So it's Meg underscore Marie underscore photo, or you can go to megmariephoto.com. Perfect. And there you can see all the beautiful, you can get inspired by all the beautiful branding photos that Meg has taken. So thank you so much, Meg, for being on the show and giving us so much value. This was amazing. And I hope everyone goes and follows Meg today. And please take a screenshot of this episode and you can tag Meg and I um, in your Insta stories would be amazing. And let us know what you loved and what you're taking away from it. And thanks for joining the show. Thank you for listening to the podcast. It is my honor to be a part of your journey. If it feels aligned to you, I would so appreciate you leaving a five-star review and help enrich someone else's path by sharing this episode with a friend, a family member, or on your social media and stay tuned for the next episode.